American Redoubt Radio Operators Network and is a nationwide disaster preparedness network made up of patient-oriented radio operators. Whether you're seasoned or new, this is the place for patriots, preppers, and partisans who understand the necessity of being able to receive and share information with others. When conventional communications are disrupted or compromised, grid up or grid down, this is Partisan Radio. Welcome to Volume 34 of Partisan Radio. Currently, we are at AMCON 4, which is the second from the lowest level of Amron Communications Condition Readiness Level. So go to Amron.com, click on the Amcon 4 banner on the right-hand side. That will take you to our Amcon page with more information and details about why we are at Amcon 4. If that changes, we will let you know. But if you're a net control operator, don't forget to announce the current Amcon level in your net preamble. I want to thank you all for tuning in and participating in the Nets. Since the first of the year, the Nets have experienced some changes and more changes are to follow because we are rapidly approaching April 1st when we switch over to 40 meters for our rolling Nets and 80 meters on the Wednesday night Nets on the first and third weeks of the month. This will be a relatively short volume of Partisan Radio, but I wanted to point some things out to you. And most of this material, I will be directing you to the highlights and resources posting for volume 34 of Partisan Radio, because that is where we are going to be having these links embedded to take you to a lot of these different resources that's difficult to talk about. Much easier for you to go and explore some of these yourselves. We've talked about the some of the agencies being able to record your cell phone and listen in even when your phone is off. Now, there is a expose that was done by Fox News, and that is available at YouTube. We are going to link you to that because for your situational awareness, it's very important to understand how vulnerable your communications can be unless you take appropriate measures. Another resource that was sent in that I found to be very useful is a clock, synchronized clock, to let you know what the Zulu time is, the local time where you are, and your computer's time to see how synchronized they are if they are off. It will also let you know the measured difference between your computer's time and the official time. That is available at centralx.com slash time. That's C-E-N-T-R-A-L-X dot com slash time. And then there is a URL that continues slash index dot E-N dot H-T-M-L. As you can see, it's easier if we just post the link for you, but a very interesting tool. Another thing that I wanted to announce was the virtual audio cable. One of our own Amron operators produced, it was his first YouTube video production, and he did a, a stellar job. And his video will walk you through the process of setting up virtual audio cables. So to eliminate the use of actual real physical cables plugged into your microphone and your headphones, which is what I use. But many folks like the idea of the virtual audio cable. He's got more videos on the way, but that is embedded at Amron.com. Another great tool that I came across this week 
covers terrain data at cloudrf.com. This software program interacts with Google Earth, and it will show you the elevation of your antenna and the projected coverage of that, taking into consideration the topography of the area. So it gives you a good idea of the areas your signal should be able to hit and the dead spots. This is particularly useful for VHF simplex operations or a portable repeater that you might want to place up on a hill will let you know the area that you should be able to expect coverage on. Remember, we have nets this week. Starting back in February, we began having 20-meter nets during the daytime, and that is at 20 hundred hours Zulu time, and that consists of a voice net followed by a digital net. Now, we have a need for net control stations, especially now that the time has changed. That pushes the rolling nets particularly into a time area that conflicts with some people's work schedules and so on. So we need net control. We need net control operators anyway. If you are interested, and I hope that you are because we want to see you grow, we need those of you who are willing to step forward and act as net control stations. And it's not something to be intimidated over. There's lots of help, lots of resources and you're among fellow patriots that are all rooting for you and coming alongside of you and helping you with this, you will become a better radio operator because of it. And once again, you won't be doing it alone. Contact me at John Jacob at RadioFreeRedoubt.com. We'll get you plugged in to the right people that will get you pointed in the right direction and on your way. It's really very simple. We have the net scripts. We have everything you need, including a lot of supportive radio operators. Now, something that we've experienced, in fact, I was speaking to an Amron operator the other day at one of Sam Culper's courses in Spokane, Washington, and he said he really hasn't been really doing much with HF because he's heard that operators are having difficulty on HF, so he figures, well, you know, what's the point? It's HF doesn't work very well. Not true. HF is the only way that you're going to be able to communicate, especially outside of your area. If you're trying to get regional or even national traffic passed or information shared, you must have HF or access to someone who has HF. Now, what he's referring to is recently on the 40 meter bands in the evening, we've had a very difficult time because of QRM. That's man-made interference. I have about a 19-second audio file I'm going to play for you because I don't expect for anybody to be able to endure much more than that. But take a listen to this, and then I'll come back to you with some pointers and some encouragement. Now, what you, what you just heard is interference from other nearby ham radio stations, many of them outside the country and transmitting on much more power than they need, bleeding over, uh, covering a wide bandwidth. The other thing that you're hearing there are commercial AM stations, which are allowed to transmit in portions of the 40-meter band. Uh, but they are in AM, and we are in single sideband. Those two normally don't interfere with one another, but in certain band conditions and certain times of the day, 
those bleed over. Making communications on a, a particular portion of an HF band untenable. There are a couple of solutions to this. First, try to QSY. That means change frequencies. Go up or down. There have been times when I tuned in to the net frequency and they weren't there, but I was hearing all this QRM. I start searching up and down the band and voila, I find the Amron net going on. I tune in and listen for the net control station mentioning Amron and, and then I was there. If it becomes so untenable that you cannot hear any HF traffic, which has happened in the past, then sometimes the net, the band can open up and it will be great for an hour and then collapse again. That's the nature of HF radio. That's why we moved on to other technologies for communicating today. But when that fails, there is really nothing other than HF radio, unless you want to put people on horseback and deliver messages, which is another option. However, that might not be practical when you're trying to get a message from Missouri to Wyoming. So, First thing you want to do is look up and down the band. There are different portions of the band that may or may not be affected and are more clear and open where you can exchange voice communications over HF. Not a problem. If it is that bad, that's okay. Wait, we have a digital net on our schedule, both in the SOI for real world disaster situations and major training exercises. And then during our, our regularly scheduled practice nets, we also have a digital net. So if voice is not working, just wait. When the digital net comes up, then you'll be able to communicate. Oftentimes, the digital will slice right through and you'll have a 100% copy on the text that's coming through where that was not possible during the voice net and on the voice frequency. So this is why we stress the importance of digital communications. It has to go hand in hand. Voice communications are instant. That's preferable in some cases. But sometimes when you can't hear the other station because it is buried in the QRM, then that's why we have digital. So I want to encourage you to strive to get your digital communications up. This is why we train in it. Another resource was just sent to me, and I think we're going to post this as a separate posting, but we will put these links in to the Highlights and Resources posting for Volume 34. There are two links related to SDR, that's Software Defined Radio. The one video goes through an amazing kit, the best one I've ever seen for monitoring audio and video traffic using Software Defined Radio. We're going to put that up for you. And then there's an also another video on SDRs, Software Defined Radio. We're going to post along with that that explains a little bit more about what Software Defined Radio is. And that is using a dongle normally used for European television station reception, but slightly modified. In the United States, they can be used for picking up all kinds of radio frequency signals. And as this video points out, he explains how to receive HF communications as well. I hope you've all got T-Rex 2016 on your calendars. That's June 10th through the 12th. And that will be coming right on the heels of a massive uh, joint training exercise involving multiple government agencies and uh, ARIES, RACES, Red Cross, and many others. 
including the Canadian military and the United States military and National Guard units, called Cascadia Rising. It is a earthquake scenario that they will be placing heavy emphasis on communications. And that is a great opportunity for us as citizens to be able to tune in, monitor developments that we can turn around and share with our communities so that they are in the loop on developments during a disaster as well. There is a one minute and 40 second promo video for T-Rex 2016 at Amron.com. Don't forget to mark your calendars. More information is going to be forthcoming on that in the coming weeks. The other thing to put on your calendar, Prosser, Washington. That is the 2016 Northwest Preparedness Expo, and I'll be introducing communications in one of the presentations that I'll be giving, and Amron will have a booth there. And that's a great opportunity to meet other Amron operators And I'll be holding a private meeting with Amron Corps that Saturday morning, just as the gates are opening. Dave from AMP3 will be teaching his suturing classes, uh, as well as uh, having a booth there. Several speakers are scheduled, including Representative Matt Shea, Fox 519 from Radio Free Readout, Pastor Sharam Hadian, and several others. And don't forget to stop in and say hi to Lane from the High School Preppers YouTube channel. He'll be there as well. Don't forget to download, copy, and hopefully you've been reading through your IARU Emergency Telecommunications Guide that we have available on the website there. That is a great resource for any emergency communications operator, really oriented toward MCOM, uh, official MCOM, Aries, RACES, but it is still a wealth of information and you'll benefit from reading it. Now, there's a little training exercise in closing. This is an audio taken from a recently released short movie produced by a church about the possibility of persecution in America, much like what is experienced all around the world today. The video was banned from YouTube as a violation of their community standards, but it didn't stop the makers from getting it out there. We have it embedded as a Vimeo video on RadioFreeRedoubt.com, It's only about 33 minutes long and very thought-provoking, to say the least. The girl that's narrating talks about the danger of sending messages, even coded messages. I'm going to play that clip for you. There are two messages here, though. At the end of this episode, listen to what she says, and then listen to what else is being said, not with your ears, but with the training you've received in the past. It's there if you know how to look for it. A little hint. Think MT631KL. Keep working on improving your comms and start thinking outside the proverbial communications box. More training to follow. This has been Volume 34 of Partisan Radio, and this is John Jacob Schmidt signing off. Out. This is my world. Today, my brother's friend was taken away. It happens a lot, and yet, each time someone is arrested, everything seems to stop. We heard they intercepted a message he sent someone. It seems like such a little thing, sending a message. But the truth is, they can track almost everything. If you want to send messages to other believers, 
You have to be really careful. Sometimes we use codes, but even that can be dangerous. The police are always watching us. <laughs>